2: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
3: Hey, everybody. Welcome to our bonus content. And that, of course, being what did we watch? I'm going to ask my guest, Dan Zimborski. Dan, what did you watch, pal? What's new? What what have
2: you caught that's worth it or not worth it? It's worth it and not worth it. I watched one of my most recently. My thing I watched was one of my favorite awful disaster movies, which isn't talked about uh, along with you know the Poseidon adventure, The Swarm. One of my it is my favorite Irwin Allen movie because you it's the only movie I'm aware of in which you have bees derail a train, blow up a <laughs> nuclear power plant, and it has an all star cast with Olivia de Havilland, Henry Fonda, Richard Chamberlain, Jose Ferrer. It's a really great train wreck, and at the end they just set the bleep the bees on fire. That was the key. Uh, spoiler alert, but it was forty five years ago. So I give the swarm one out of ten for quality, but eight <laughs> out of ten for fun of just watching it. When, for example, when kids try to kill the bees and the bees go and kill everybody in the town for revenge.
3: Why are the bees so angry? I'm
2: not. I'm not familiar with this film. They're just killer bees coming up from Mexico and they're just angry. wu tang Killer bees. Like.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Biden's letting in everybody, huh? Bees included too. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Is that it, Dan? Anything else you want to shout out your watch or, or, or not?
2: That is that's pretty okay. much what I've watched this
3: week. Okay. Delvin Cox, buddy. What piece of shit DVD did you watch this week from
4: uh, the Walmart or Best Buy bargain bin? (laughs) I'm going to talk about a movie that you wouldn't know about. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, boy. Okay. Let's hear it. (sighs) It's (laughs) not good. And I think it has the worst offensive movie we can possibly have in it. It's boring. It is really, really boring. I think the first third of it, it's surprisingly really good.
3: Everyone says the first like third people are like it's he's there he's back that's my guy. It, it, I don't want to spoil it. Don't. I will, I'm waiting for it, Disney Plus on this. I'm it, not paying fifteen. But the bucks. first
4: third of it, I'm like fuck. I wish the movie could have just been all of this. <laughs> I want to. I want to watch the whole movie of that. But then when they get to where they get to, and then it gets like really depressing. Like, it, it gets like suit like which is weird for an indie movie because indie movies are usually like pop and kind of fun. And like, it's weird to say that when, you know, Indies just punching out Nazis and stuff like that. But uh, it gets utterly depressing. And it's a whole lot of plot things going on. You're like, ugh. Oh. And then, what, then at like, around the halfway point to the final half movie, it just falls off a fucking cliff and gets boring. Like, really, really boring. And I don't think Harrison Ford's the problem in the movie. He's fine. He's It's, it's not like it's an action-packed movie. It's, it has action in it. He's not the problem. It's just like it's just like it almost felt like they gave up on the final third of the movie. It's like, okay. and, and it's, it's crazy because I was reading about it. And they said like, they were trying to do another one after this, but I'm like, please don't at this point. <laughs> oh, this God. is no,
2: no. This The this fundamental issue happen. is that they gave Indiana Jones the perfect send off at the end of the last crusade when he was getting on the horse. And they went off into the distance. That's where you ended. That's it. It's over. No I more. Agree- I, I will say this, Kevin Gaultier, you appreciate this. Okay. My son,
4: never seen any of the Jones movie. I well, love the Indiana Jones What kind movie. of
3: father are you? I, I, I'm going to
4: get to it right now. Never seen any of them. So he was super excited for this movie.
1: So in preparation for it, he watched all of the movies. All right. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket
4: And when I say he watched this one, he was so pissed off how bad it was. <laughs> he was livid. Even I mean, more he, than Crystal Skull. He, he thinks it's worse than Crystal Skull. See, I don't I, think it's worse than Crystal Skull, but he does.
3: Yeah, I I I hate Crystal Skull, which is all I the too. And when I saw the previews for this one, I go, there's nothing. Re- there's not one scene. I go, all right. That is redeeming. There was nothing that those previous that grabbed me go, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot just because I love them. And right now on HBO, as I was eating dinner tonight, watching we're getting ready for this podcast, what was on what's on been on the loop the last three days. The whole, all four of them. And I finished right before we, again, started here. The last 30 minutes of Temple of Doom. I'm like, God damn, I love this. I Temple of Doom so underrated. I think people hate it for some stupid reason. I don't get it. More action than Raiders of the Lost Temple Ark. Better, vi- better villain than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Bellox stinks. I, 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 may, I may be crazy, but I like Temple of Doom better than Raiders. I do too.
4: My son doesn't like Temple of Doom. I like to do them a lot
3: last crusade is the best because let's just get that out yes, last crusade is. is number one let's i'm just going to make sure we state the obvious give me a one to ten delvin on uh dial destiny four what's uh crystal skull three two one yeah, like
4: two like a two okay,
3: okay. what did i watch i watched a bunch of stuff i'll give you wow well, there's nothing good i've seen Okay, I finally saw Doc Hollywood. I don't know why that made it, because it was on Netflix. I never saw that. It wow. Is, and it is goddamn terrible. It is. Yes, it is. Oh, boy. And by the way, I didn't know that was the girl. I saw the beginning, because everyone says it's got one of the best nude scenes for a PG-13 film. It's it's the girl from Tommy Boy. I go that really? Everyone's going gaga for her. I mean, she's pretty plain. She's cute, but everyone's going nuts for this. But the, the, there was zero laughs. The plot sucked. I hated it. One and a half out of ten. Now I tried watching the new Guy Ritchie film, uh, Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre. What a mess this was. I hated it. The action scenes were okay, but the plot was just so mubble. The characters, like Guy Ritchie and Taran- well, Tarantino is the king of characters. We all know that. The characters in the, in, some, in Snatch and Lockstock are great, and they have great dialogue. These The, the, this lad, the gentleman didn't grab me. I get why people like it. All of his other films since Snatch Show have been bad. This is this is abortion-level awful. The characters stunk, the plot. Who cares? I don't know how I made it through the whole thing, though. It's it's a 3 out of 10, only because the action is good. and It's Statham being Statham. The next one I watched, this might have been just straight the DVD, but it's called The Invitation. It's where a gal does a family tree, and she finds out uh, this guy invites her to come to England, and guess what? They're vampires and he's going to marry her and bring her to the vampire family. And it's just who's in it. I don't know, except for the Alfred, the butler from Gotham, the TV show. That's the only person I recognize. Otherwise it sucked two out of 10. Okay. And then I watched, tried watching last night. Oh, lucky man with Michael McDowell. He's a coffee salesman in England in the seventies. It's weird. It's it's I, I turned it off halfway. I just didn't care. They have bands performing songs in the studio. While you see him driving, there's just random bands playing the songs that they're singing that you hear in the background. The story is weird. He goes to some kind of weird sex club, which is funny. And uh, it's but the whole story, I just didn't care. Didn't care. Oh, lucky man. Oh, lucky boar fest. Not for me. Um, I guess one and a half out of 10. I turned it off. So not good. So I don't watch anything good. The next thing I'm dying to see is Mission Impossible 7. I am there opening day at probably 11 a.m. Showing that is got a big old circle on the calendar for me. That's going to do it for this week's What to We Watch? Kevin Goatee's Dan Zimborski, and, of course, Delvin Cox, the fifth best judge on Who Would Win Show. And, that- <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Take care.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels.